everyone. I'm Kelly Mobeck, a coach and a leadership trainer, and I'm super passionate about helping you find out who you are authentically as a leader, own it, and go out and make an impact in your life and the lives of others. This world needs your leadership, your gifts, your unique brilliance, and I believe that real leaders don't wait, they create. I know firsthand that life is going to throw us curveballs, that we're going to doubt our greatness, our ideas, and our contributions. And my goal is that you believe in yourself beyond reason, and I get to be a coach and a champion for you each week so that you feel inspired, motivated, and most important, in action toward your unique impact in this world. So let's jump in. Hey there, everyone. This is Coach Kelly and... Here we go. Welcome to the last week of October. Stop it. Stop it right now. I don't even understand how I, you guys hear me say this every, every time, because it just blows my mind how quickly time is going quickly. Time is going. So welcome to the last week of October. All righty, let's jump in. I wanted to give you guys an update because I have officially completed a few 30-day challenges and I feel good. I knew that I would now. I really, I really do feel good. So I had a no alcohol challenge for 30 days and have officially completed that and I feel good. I feel really good. I've noticed that it was, I mean, there were kind of a few social events maybe that I was like, oh, but then I didn't. And I, you know, it wasn't about getting it right, right? It wasn't about doing it perfectly or anything like that. It just literally was about being curious about what goes on with my body. And I literally will tell you, I feel good. I really, really feel good. I have not gotten on the scale, but I guarantee you, I think I have lost weight. I really, I feel different again, not a, I'm not a huge drinker, but I just don't think my body metabolizes it really well. That's really my big learning from that. So I'm not sure where I'm going to go with that next, but I am definitely going to move into another challenge. So that was really fun. And it went in a blink of an eye sleep sleep and challenging myself to get good sleep. That has definitely not been done perfectly, but let me tell you something, having a routine going to bed has been a game changer. It's been a game changer. It did not do that perfectly every single day, but when I did and I got great sleep, I just, it, I you know, I had more energy. I felt better. I was much more motivated to take care of myself differently, you know, drink all my water, eat healthy, move my body, all that kind of thing. So I feel like sleep is a, is a really good thing. Definitely. I was more clear also, and I had less anxiety these last 30 days. It's so interesting because I feel like I, I feel like I came into the world with anxiety and I've had that my entire life. I have lots of ways that I work with that, but it was so interesting. I had less anxiety. I feel like I had much more clarity. I definitely have respect for my time and my boundaries 
and just a, a much more positive attitude on things. The joy was through the roof. I love that for sure. Joy was through the roof and my energy. Also, I did not get on the scale for 30 solid days. And I will tell you, I'm still, I, today is like the 30th day. So I will jump on the scale tomorrow and figure out like what happened. Right. Like, but I guarantee, I think I've lost weight. I just feel better in my clothes. The scale for me is, you know, simply information. I'm not mad at it, but I will tell you, it was really ruling my life. Like I would get on the scale several times a day. I mean, I don't know what I was expecting from that, but now we have a different relationship. So I am here for all of that. I love curiosity challenges. We are going to keep those going. And just like I shared before, I'm going to put that into the impact collective for women in business coming January, 2022, because I think curiosity challenges are really awesome. And it takes the pressure off. It takes the pressure off. We get to be curious. Okay. So with the theme of lessons learned, I thought it would be fun to move from the accidental entrepreneur to being an entrepreneur and women business owner by design. How about that? By design. So moving from accidental to by design and talk about lessons learned because I really trust that that can be helpful to you. So I have been in my own business for eight years. I've been a coach and a facilitator for 18, but it is eight years that I have been on my own. So I thought, how fun would it be to do eight lessons for eight years? Right. And I'll just do a lesson, like a lesson a week. I think that would be super fun. And so let's see, let's see how that goes. Cause I trust it really can be helpful. So I'm going to talk about lesson one, lesson one. And that was, you know, leaping without a plan. There's a quote about leaping and the net will appear. You've heard that, right? Leap and the net will appear. I believe it. I really believe it. I am, you know, a big fan of stretching outside the comfort zone, getting on the skinny limb, going for it and leap and the net will appear. However, I really believe that that helps us in, in going for things. I think it helps us trust ourselves to know that we've got this. I really like to kick it up a notch though, because to me, it just seems like, okay, leap and then it will appear. Right. And then do you hear that echo after that? I love this one leap and build that, build the net on your way down and on your way down means landing firmly on your feet, you know, stick the landing as they say. So leap, build the net and stick the landing. You guys might remember me sharing this with you that when I first started out on my own, I started coaching everybody and I I've, I've always been blessed with referrals and I still get them to this day. It's a large part of my business. And I am so grateful because for me, it's feedback that people are getting the results that they want to get. So I am super grateful. And that is my commitment that people get the results that they want in my first year of business. You guys might remember me telling you this too. I didn't have any set business hours. I coached at all different times of the day, evening and weekends. And I had this belief that as a business owner, if I didn't, I'd, I wouldn't make it right. Like I had to, you know, make it work for everybody else, but me. Okay. So that was very painful and exhausting and sometimes felt like groundhog's day and definitely contributed to me wanting to not keep going at times, right? Well, if I've learned anything, <laughs> it's that lessons will repeat themselves until they are learned. You guys have heard that, right? Lessons will repeat themselves until they are learned. And so 
when I was at the end of that year, I'm like, okay, I love being a coach. I love assisting people. I don't love how I'm doing this. And I distinctly remember that I did not want to have another year like that first year. Not, not that way, not in the way of exhaustion and not having any, you know, free time, things like that. I wanted the freedom and flexibility to be fully present in my family and have peace of mind and to take my business from hobby status to a real business. Cause I sort of felt like that first year was almost more like a hobby. I remember I would get feedback like, Hey, you know, maybe, you know, this is too stressful, maybe you should go get a real job. And I'm air quoting a real job that in itself was feedback right there. Like, wait, what? I don't have a real job. I what? And I remember I would get super offended, super offended. I have a real job. Don't you see how busy I am? I have a real job. Hello. I would get really defensive versus "Hmm, that's some interesting feedback. Well, there was also another lesson in that I was busy. I was so busy. I was busy all the time, working all the time. Was I producing the results I wanted? Um, I don't know. I mean, clients were producing the results they wanted. So in an essence, you could say, sure, sure. But fun fact, how would I know if I was producing the results that I wanted? And I'll tell you why I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a plan. I didn't step out of working at the training company and step into my business as an entrepreneur. And I, I, I did it. I did it without having a plan. Now this is really embarrassing, really embarrassing. And I used to get like, I would be like, I would never say that out loud because what would people think? And I really got to let go of my ego and get clear on the purpose and outcomes I wanted for my business. Now I knew at a deep level why I wanted the business, you know, a real business. And I knew what I wanted in the business, even though it was for the next year only. Okay. Like that's as far as I could go because anything beyond that seemed too big. Like that was enough. And when I say enough, I really, really mean it. A year seemed so long and yet so short at the same time, but I could work with that. I knew I didn't want to have groundhog's day anymore. I knew that I didn't want a hobby. Like I didn't go back to school to train and I didn't practice and and all this to, to just have a hobby, right? I really actually wanted a real business. So it was time to make a plan. Now, let me tell you something funny. When I sat down to do this, my imposter was screaming so loud at me that I literally stared at a blank piece of paper with the title on it called my plan, my business plan, and actually was starting to buy into the fact that I didn't even know what a plan was. (laughs) Are you giggling here with me yet? What? I create coaching plans with my clients all the time. Yes. Logical brain. Thank logical brain. Thank you for sharing. Yes. Thank you for sharing logical brain. You create coaching plans with your clients all the time. Uh, but for some reason I was staring at a blank piece of paper because I didn't, you know, my imposter was like, you don't know how to plan anything. Like, what are you doing here? What makes you think you can have a real business? Seriously? Good luck. Okay. So I did the next logical thing. I went to the dictionary and I looked up what a plan was. I did this. You guys, I'm like, what's a plan? 
this is how deep we get into it when our imposter is like having a field day with us. Okay. So the dictionary said it's a method of acting, doing, proceeding, making, etc., developed in advanced, advanced, developed in advance. Um, okay. I can do that. Okay. I can do that. It's a plan. Oh, you mean I got to think about it. I got to write some things down. I got to actually look and see what do I want? Okay. So where I can do that, I can do that. So where I started is I started with looking at what did not work the prior year. And I got it all out on paper, things like not having designated business hours, not really being clear on my ideal client, not really being clear on the value I bring, having more pro bono clients than paid clients. I'm admitting that you guys, I'm admitting that. And I'll share more about that in another lesson learned on an episode coming up because it's powerful. So then I got clear on what worked. Clients got the results that they wanted. That worked. I understand my assignment as a coach and I'm really good at it. It really and truly. I'm also really good at relationship management that worked in my business. What worked in knowing I'm good as a coach is that I could lean into my champion that worked my willingness to be uncomfortable and try on because, you know, I don't try, but I tried on some new things to see if it fit, if it didn't. So instead of like making it all bad, like, oh gosh, you were coaching everybody and anyone. Yeah, that's true. And I am not everybody's coach, right? But I got to figure out through that process who I am truly a coach for. So that was powerful. So I got complete on the first year and then I could let it go. And we do that in our CEO strategy retreats. We get complete on the past so we can let it go. I do this with my clients too. It works. Completion releases energy and creates a space for something new. So I did that. I did that. And it's, it literally is a part of the model that I use day to day. I then began to create a plan for myself that consisted of a simple yet highly effective model that I also designed. And it started with what's my purpose in my business? Like really getting in clear. Why am I in business? Why am I in business? And having a purpose for that, a very clear purpose that actually today it's not different. My purpose is the same. My vision has changed year to year. Absolutely. That was the second thing that I did is the vision I had for my business. I knew exactly where I was going to land in revenue, the amount of clients that I was going to have when I was working with them, when I wasn't working, the type of clients that I knew I could really do good work with and the areas that I wanted to coach in instead of all the things. Okay. Instead of all the things, I really don't think that we need to be playing in the land of all the things. It just, it really doesn't work. It can have us be scattered. I set goals for myself that were, you know, based on that smart model. And for me, that was a model at that time that worked really, really well. And I really hold goals as milestones and measurements that let me know if I was on track, not on track. It also helped me chunk down. Yes, that is a coaching term. Chunk it down to a bite-sized piece. Chunk down my year-long vision into some bite-sized pieces so that I wasn't scattered and overwhelmed. Because remember, going into year two felt big. It felt really big. And I could focus on one year at that particular time. 
Okay. That changed through the years, but at that time, that's what was wanted and needed. Then I got into the how and the how honestly is what created a very scattered first year for me because I was so in the how, 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 and when we, when we are operating only from how, and it's not grounded and rooted in purpose and vision with milestones, I mean, we're just kind of swinging from the limbs of all the skinny limb trees out there, diving into the comfort zone without really a clear plan in getting there. Okay. So I was so stuck in the how now I'm not saying the how is not important. I'm not saying that it's not important. It is super, super important. It's just that I had to get clear of why and what first. I really did. And then I had to get clear on what my milestones and my goals were second, really and truly. And honestly, from that place, the house started to become much more easy. It really became much more easy to get into the how and into the action steps and really being able to see what resources I had. I hired a coach for year two, (laughs) just hired a coach because we do not see or hear ourselves. And so that was the thing. I was like, I got to drill in. I got this plan and now I've got to go execute. And I, I was scared. I really was scared. And I don't think scared is a bad thing. Okay. It, It certainly is energy, you know? And so we'll talk more about that in future lessons learned, but I did, I got a coach and I was ready to execute the plan. And so one of the biggest lessons out of year one in business was don't pass go without a plan. Okay. You might collect $200, but you might collect a lot of scatteredness, groundhog day, exhaustion, this and that. I'm just using the monopoly terms, by the way, don't pass go and collect 200 without a plan. A plan is essential. Okay. So I share that with you because it's something that I love to do with people. I know it works and it's always going to be rooted in purpose and vision, then clear goals. And then we move into the how, when we have a plan, we have direction. That's the beauty of a plan. It may not always be easy. In fact, often it's not. However, there's forward movement that's much more clear and you will create that real business that you want. And you see, we alleviate ambiguity with a plan, right? Ambiguity is not having a plan, right? So we alleviate ambiguity, which then helps alleviate anxiety. Anxiety can be paralyzing. It really, really can. So creating a plan keeps us on focus. So the lesson here, we do not pass go ever without a plan. In fact, I believe in plans so much that one of my all time favorite questions that I ask myself and others, you can even ask my boys this. I have asked them this through the years. What is your plan for that? Right. So it gets into a different frame of mind versus notice. I'm not saying how are you going to do it, but what's your plan? So as you prepare for November, play with that question. What is my plan for fill in the blank and, and try that on, see the fit. What is my plan for 
and try that on every single day as you plan for your November. See if it, it takes, see if it takes you from ruminating on how, which I'm telling you will stick you if you start there and see if it sets you up for some actionable steps that are rooted in purpose and outcomes and see what shifts for you. Okay. We will continue this inquiry next week. So please stay tuned and lesson number two will be coming that will build off having a plan. All right. So just as a reminder, we got some new programs starting for women and they are all part of the impact collective where we have a collection of offerings and tracks for women in business ready to level up their leadership female entrepreneurs ready to scale and women who are ready to take that leap of faith and work from a place of purpose and passion, creating an abundant life that they know they want. If you are interested in that, go to my website, email me, get on the list that, uh, get on the list. Okay. We are going to have so much fun in 2022. You want to get on the list and also make sure you check out the CEO strategy retreats. Those are a lot of fun. We will get complete and we will create plans and away we go. Okay. All right. You guys, thanks for listening. Remember we have a choice to lead our life or follow our circumstances. Life is about knowing your passions, your purpose, values, creating an impact in your life and the life of others. And who emerges is you taking that lead and being authentic and vulnerable and courageous and having a plan. Hello, having a plan, having a real business. Why not? It's not going to always look the way we think it's supposed to. And we literally get to trust that more will be revealed as we move forward. So remember, take a pause, let go of worry, let go of doubt and lean into the best version of yourselves. Let's go. Thank you for listening. I trust there was great value for you. Remember, you can get a hold of me at kellyjmobeck.com. That's in the show notes. Check it out. Let's stay connected. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at Kelly Mobeck. Say hi. Let's stay connected. Join us in the new Impact Collective group on Facebook. Have a great week ahead. And if it's not shaping up the way you want it to, you know what? Take the lead and create a fantastic one. On to lesson number two. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending. For more resources on taking the lead in your life, head over to kellyjmobeck.com and connect with me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. If this episode was helpful for you, please feel free to share it with friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And at any time, feel free to connect with me and let me know what you want to hear next or what you're working on. I'm happy to help. Thanks again for listening. And here's to you taking the lead in your life.